It's an open mic Friday here on Law and Gospel on this Thursday, January the 16th in the year of our Lord 2020. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me on the air is none other than Wes Reimnitz. Hi, Wes. Hi, Tom. How are you? We're halfway through January. Oh, my goodness. I know. Do you notice how time really goes by when you get older? It's like you don't have enough hours in the day, huh? Yes. And that's bad when you have debts. It's great when you have making money. Like, I mean, I made a whole bunch of money at the bank this last month because of the money <laughs> I had in there. I had nine cents. Nine cents and it went to ten? <laughs> uh, no, I was at seven. Seven, Okay. <laughs> so that's kind of uh, nice, but boy, oh boy. And boy, if you have some good stocks and bonds, if I had money, I'd buy Dollar Tree. That's for sure. Because they're always <laughs> busy and their their stocks keep going up. But be that as it may, we've got a really interesting topic today. And it's interesting because I did not know the answer to this. And it's a distinction. Is there a distinction between someone who is vegan versus someone who is vegetarian. And when I asked you that, you had the same answer I did at first, that we didn't really think there was much of a difference, that both appeared to be eating vegetables instead of meat. Right. Yeah, yeah that kind of surprised me, too, when you raised the question. I gave that answer, and the more I got to researching it, I go, "Oh my goodness, there's more to this than than not." And it's, it also raises in my mind: Can one be a Christian be a vegan? I believe that if you are truly a certified vegan, you disagree with the Bible. Yes, I, I think that's that's well put. I, it kind of answers my question a little bit but but if you are well, a vegetarian that doesn't disagree with the bible no no there, no there are a lot of people who are vegetarians because of diet restrictions or the doctor or something like that but being a vegan if you understand what vegans want you to believe, that's not just a diet. It is a philosophy. I would go so far to say it is a religion. And let me just explain what one way the vegan society describes veganism. It's a way of living that attempts to exclude all forms of animal exploitation and cruelty. So, obviously, slaughtering animals, taking milk from animals, or any other such thing would be contrary to being a vegan. Right. Yeah, clothing. You know, uh, some of the extremes I was reading is that people use leaves to, for their clothing and, and uh, bark for their shoes and things of that nature. Now, the more I began to look at this, we always want to know why people are thinking this way. And there's either the God of the universe, the Holy Trinity, or you have an idol. And I believe that the idol 
vegans have, whether they understand it or not as an idol, is what we refer to as Mother Nature. Nature. Mm. And then they become environmentalists and green issues and things of that nature, too, come into play, right? Oh, my. Yeah, there was a letter to the editor in the Post-Dispatch this morning that was complaining about Christians supporting Trump when uh, many of these Christians are not Christian because they don't believe in uh, climate control. (laughs) Oh, really? Yes. So all of a sudden, if you're uh, against climate control, uh, therefore you're not really a Christian. And that's Mm. just so ridiculous because there are so many scientists that recognize that nature just does things and it's not really due to human error or the misuse of the climate by humans. Uh, There's no doubt you want to get, you know, gas emissions down and things like that, but it's not going to make that big a difference over the long haul if there's a volcano somewhere that can, uh, well, have all kinds of consequences all over the world. Well, it brings to the question of in Revelation, doesn't it talk about that there'll be severe climate changes as the world comes to an end? And wars and rumors of wars, etc. And the poor you're always going to have with you. This is a biblical point of view. But getting back to Mm. vegans as to why I believe that's contrary to the scripture, when Adam and Eve sinned, they put on leaves from a tree or a bush. What did God put on them? Uh, Well, of course, he uh, put on skins. Yes. And we we know them to be animal skins. Yes. Um, Vegetarians... Some of them may be opposed to killing animals for food, but they think it's okay, many of them, to consume animal byproducts such as milk and eggs as long as the animals are kept in appropriate conditions, not suffering. Right. Yeah, from what I read, it seems to to indicate that out of the vegetarians rose the, the vegan principles, that they took it one step further that you couldn't have any animal products. Yes. So they avoid vegans, I'm talking about, consuming any foods or beverages that contain meat, poultry, fish, eggs, dairy products, honey, insects, rene, gelatin, and other types of animal protein, stocks, or fats that derive from animals. But then you also uh, indicated that strict vegans extend these principles beyond their diet and will try where possible to avoid any product that directly or indirectly involves the human use of animals, including leather goods, wool, silk, beeswax, soaps, candles that contain animal fats such as tallow, latex, latex products that contain casein, cosmetics or other products that manufacturers test on animals. And, and you know what else you forgot? Plenty. Oreo cookies. Oreo cookies? Why? Yeah. 
Well, because in the manufacture of Oreo cookies, there seems to be that milk can come in contact with with the making of the cookie, not that there's a milk product in the Oreo, but somehow in the manufacturing of an Oreo cookie, there can be a milk, a milk can actually oh. touch it. Yeah. So you, you can't have Oreos. Yeah, I'm surprised how many things you buy at the grocery store and it says, you know, it has nothing to do with uh, nuts or peanuts, but it, th- it was also made in kitchens where nuts and peanuts were uh, present. And so mm. we have to be careful of that. Um, the one I couldn't figure out is why would they be against wool? Um, Isn't that from a plant? Wool. Or is that the sheep? Sheep. Sheep. Oh, okay. Okay. You're thinking more like cotton is from a plant. That's right. That's right. I was. Good thought. Now, one of the things that, if anybody is interested in this, how veganism is really much more than a strict form of vegetarianism They define, this is the vegan society, veganism is a way of living which seeks to exclude as far as is possible and practicable all forms of exploitation of and cruelty to animals for food, clothing, or any other purpose. So Mm. where does this come from? I believe it's really a form of evolution. That's at behind this. Uh, I would probably tend to agree with you. I mean, they even go so far as uh, you can't eat honey because of the exploitation of a honeybee. Yes. Yes. Uh, all things are considered equal. And so there's no difference between a, a human being and a bee because both are part of Mother cre- uh, Nature. And therefore, if uh, you don't exploit human beings, you shouldn't exploit animals. And so it's a religious philosophy that really is contrary to Scripture because God isn't ever brought into veganism as far as I can see, or else they'd be quoting the Bible where God indicates the sacrifice of animals, the eating of animals. Look at the Passover. You'd have to... I guess, are there any Orthodox Jews that are vegan? <laughs> I've never heard of any. No, I haven't any. either. But, of course, this is new to both you and me, how different this is. Now, we're not opposed to people who are kind of vegetarians because, uh, I'll tell you, there is some real... Uh, I, I'm doing some things uh, at home that I don't think we could have done even five or six years ago because you 2 wasn't on. But, for example, uh, some people don't like eating butter because it's got a lot of fat in it or something like that. All you have to do is go to YouTube and ask, what is a substitute for butter, you know, in these mm. recipes? And I found one YouTube that has five substitutes uh, for butter. One of them was uh, applesauce. Mm. That's the same effects in cooking that butter has. Uh, It's like a one-to-one ratio. So if it was uh, 
um, four ounces of butter, you put four ounces of applesauce. And there's a number of fruit that are uh, also good in, instead of butter. And, of course, look how many people are drinking almond milk today rather than cow's milk because of certain problems they have with regular milk. So I don't have a problem with that, but I do have a problem with veganism as it becomes a religious philosophy that does not find any agreement or basis from Holy Scripture. And I think you bring 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 it out to... You know the difference between uh, being a vegetarian and uh, making it a, a religion and veganism, because uh, you know I I looked at uh, the two passages of scripture where where meat was considered clean. You know Genesis chapter nine and Acts chapter ten. What did they say? They're, well, God said he, all all uh, flesh say he was given. In uh, in uh, Genesis nine, nine, it was was it see Genesis Genesis nine three. Everything that lives and moves will be food for you. So that gave uh, the animals. And then in Genesis or Acts chapter ten, Peter has the vision that all foods are made clean, kill and eat. That's excellent. That's an excellent Bible verse to show that there were foods that were considered unclean under the Old Testament books of you know, the ceremonial laws. But those ceremonial laws have been abrogated. Uh, they're no longer in place because Christ has come, fulfilled the law, and therefore th- that was the way the, the point God was making with that vision on the roof that Peter had was right. that do not consider unclean what I have cleansed. And he was talking about Gentiles. Right. Right. So, you know, uh, it really runs counter for us to, to say that we're, we can't we can't have animals or exploitation. You know, what, what really came to mind is so at the Eastern mystic uh, religions where uh, a cow is a sacred, down to a, a bug is a, is a reincarnated person or something or other. Yes, religion causes, false religions cause a lot of famine because they don't deal with the uh, pesticides that are necessary to grow more food. And I, I don't want to get into what is this GMO and all this nonsense. I'll, I'll let uh, people who know what they're talking about deal with that more. And so if you don't want to eat something that's uh, got other items in it, one one of the interesting things I saw is do you want to know whether something is good for you or not? They said, always look at the ingredients. And if the ingredients is lengthy with words that you can't even pronounce, don't eat it. (laughs) Well, you could do that with just about anything, couldn't you? No, no, no. For example, you can get uh, honey that is just pure honey. Uh, You can get like white Flour is not considered to be that healthy for certain people, but there's other kinds of flour from 
uh, plants um, that are healthy. And so you can take a look at all this. Uh, what I've discovered, and I'm really having a lot of fun with this, you can make pizza dough out of cauliflower. Hmm. Yes, you uh, make rice cauliflower. You know what that is? I, I never heard of that before. But no. what it is is putting rice in a food processor and chopping it up until it looks like uh, putting cauliflower in. It looks like rice. And mm. then what you mix it with, you can make uh, pizza dough with it. In fact, um, we just made something at home that I couldn't believe. Uh, cheese. Hmm. Well, we made it out of cashew nuts. If you put a cup of cashew nuts in a blender uh, with some water, and there's a couple of other ingredients you put in, and you first of all put it in a blender that makes it all into a liquid, and then you heat it, boil it on a stove, mix it, and you have about as close to cheese as you can get without any cheese. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you can be vegetarian. I'm going to stick with the, the dairy. <laughs> well, there's no doubt. I love dairy cheese. There's no doubt about that. There's certain cheeses that are good. But uh, this gets pretty good. And you can yeah. make it. Uh, I had some hamburger meat. And we put cheese on top, and uh, it melted real good and this sort of thing. So if uh, you want to be careful about diet, uh, there's no doubt that one of the problems in the United States are people who are overweight. Well, sure. I think from a healthy concern, we would agree with the vegetarians and things of that nature. Uh, but you know there's an organization out there where the top management has to be vegan. I did not know. What what organization is that? Lutheran Church, Missouri Center? <laughs> <laughs> no, PETA. Oh, that's right. Yes, of course. I, was, I got to looking at uh, PETA, too. And they'll take, uh, now they will take uh, uh, anybody that is against the cruelty of the animals as part of their yes. philosophy. But in their management positions and uh, fundraising and human relations uh, and things of that nature uh, that, they, that they speak out, they require them to be vegans. No, I can understand that because for them... Killing any animal is like killing a human being because we're right. all from an evolutionary point of view. This is why evolution is so dangerous. It not only contradicts the Bible, it all, all also makes no necessity for God because everything happens by chance. Although I, I tell you, when you take a look at the world, I, I remember the first time I ran across it that I thought was really funny. Horses became giraffes because the food was so high on the trees, they couldn't reach it. And so horses with the longer necks began to live, survive, and they had offspring that had longer necks. And before you got it, you got a, a, a giraffe. That's what evolution teaches. It's a, oh Anybody who believes in evolution... This is just absolutely ridiculous. There's just no evidence for it. 
it's a distinction between practical science where you observe things versus historic science where you make up a history to fit what you're observing. Mm. You know, uh, a, a good place uh, to, to see that visually is down in Kentucky. There's uh, the Ark and the Creation Museum. We went there last November, and, and the, the Ark is just phenomenal how they built it to scale. Uh-huh. And you could you could see by walking through there how it was very possible for the two-by-two animals that, that sure. God had asked told Noah to put onto the ark, which included dinosaurs and giraffes and things of that nature. And many of them could have been babies, too, or really young. And and then a lot of them could have experienced what bears experienced during the winter. Right, hibernation. Hibernation. And and so they didn't need to be fed during that time. Who, Who knows? I mean, it was a miracle that all these animals even showed up at the ark. And yet that's what God's word says. But you see, the way evolution works, they see stars that are light years away and light travels at 186,000 miles per second. And therefore these stars must be hundreds of thousands of years old because it would take that long for the light to go from the star to reach the earth. What they forget is that God yeah. created the light already at the earth when the stars were created. Right. I remember you talking about that many months ago, several years ago, and I thought that was that was it. You know, the light was hitting the earth at creation. It may be that many millions of years out there, light years out there, but it was already hitting the earth at the time of creation. Well, if a false scientist had been on Earth a few days after Adam and Eve were created, he would have found diamonds in the ground already and oil, and therefore for him the Earth would have been millions of years old because it takes a long time for a tree to become fossilized to carbon, fossilization, and then become a diamond. And he never would have been able to guess that that's how the earth had been created by God with diamonds already there. And we know that's true because wasn't that the gift that Adam gave Eve on their first week's anniversary? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, I read somewhere about that. I don't know. That's just... It's probably in one of your uh, novels, books. Yeah, yeah, one of my novels I made up. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't as nice as me. I gave my wife for uh, Christmas once a, a lawnmower. And so... <laughs> I did a can opener. Oh, you gave her a can opener? That's good. <laughs> well, yeah, I was ne- never allowed to live that one down. Well, from that time on, I have no idea when I'm giving her to Christmas until she opens it. and that way i get my presents too that i buy ahead of time but that's something so this is interesting vegan and vegetarians are really different in their philosophy and a vegan is primarily somewhat against the bible uh what god permits and you had two good bible verses there from genesis and acts to show that God permits us to uh, uh, eat 
animals. In fact, you said all kinds of animals. I was kind of surprised in some countries they eat snakes. I'd hate to be a missionary there. Yeah, oh, that that would be a bit much for me. Yeah, yeah. me too. Snakes, insects. Yeah, I'm not I'm not into that. Well, I can't even eat raw oysters, so I don't know how people do that. Oh, well, well, that would be okay. Yeah, see, that's how different we are. All right. <laughs> well, that's really interesting. A uh, uh, topic that when you hear the word or someone says he's a vegan, here's the main reason why vegans are contradictory that there are mm. plants that attack other plants mm. and yet they're eating them I mean, mm. I mean how can they even eat a plant uh ants get thorns they have poison in them they kill other animals if they eat it so i, I find that really interesting that they're contradictory within their own system because plants are just as bad as animals. Well, we're at the end of time. We'll be looking forward to something for next week there, Wes. Oh, it was fun. It was fun. All right. God bless, then. Till next week. Goodbye. Yep. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.